Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. What up, High Fivers? This is your boy, High Five Tom, per the usual. And I've got my very, very good returning uh, the man of the hour, Will. Will, how are you doing tonight, my friend? Hi, my name is Will, and um, it's been about a week since I've had a Mountain Dew. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yeah, I mean, I didn't say I was making healthy choices. I just haven't had it, specifically in the form of Mountain Dew. Now, I is- tried the, the Dr. Pepper Dark Berry. It was good. Dude, how can, how can Dr. Pepper get any more barrier? I don't know. Like, it wasn't bad. I feel like I I like Dr. Pepper. I like the Dr. Pepper variants, but I think unlike the Mountain Dew, the straight-up Dr. Pepper is the way to go. Hmm. Dr. Pepper Cherry is okay. Dr. Pepper Dark Berry was okay. Dr. Pepper with cream soda I do like, but think gotta go with that regular dr pepper i'm not a cream soda guy so so you're not going to be a dr pepper cream soda guy so now when you're saying you haven't had a mountain dew in a week now is that just regular mountain dew or like any variant of said mountain dew any variant of said mountain dew in a week well actually no i had one night did i have it for like five days almost a week wow Trying to make some healthier choices, Tom. Well, I'm glad. Although, I'm telling you what, watching Best of the Super Juniors, watching an Al Zane match, I mean, he's got a move called the Baja Blast. He's got a move called the Cinnamon Twist. I mean, I've it's got me getting ready to jump in the car, drive down the road. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a walking Taco Bell advertisement, so. Is he still weighing in it? Like, was it like 800 Taco Bell Supreme Burritos or whatever? I mean, they do the announcement in Japanese, so I'm not sure. But the the, Jap- <laughs> the Taco Bell Japan Twitter account only follows three accounts. Two of them are sports teams, and one of them is Alex Zane. <laughs> so, man, he's killing it. Dude, dude is killing it. That's, oh, that's good shit, so... And uh, you've been enjoying that, so I have. I feel bad. I haven't been watching it, but uh, yeah, Best of Super Junior's been pretty good, though, huh? Best of Just Super Junior's have been fun. So if people want to jump in, you know, they still got a ways to go. Um, we're at the point in the tournament where if you watch the events, they are all just block matches. So they're not like the earlier rounds where you have like an hour and a half of eight-man tag matches to kind of fluff out the cards. Yeah, we're we're in all meat and potatoes. We're we're at the the do or die point for some people in this tournament because maybe they haven't you know maybe they haven't won quite enough matches you know maybe it's time to start sweating a little bit. Yeah, but before we know it, this will be over, and then uh, then it'll be the G one. Yeah, G one starts July. Yes. Wow. July through August. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Time fucking flies. I mean, they oh. did twice the number of competitors for the super juniors this year so i mean they might do a super size g1 too oh really so the field's usually not that big no so the field's usually half the size so you just have the one block of people and they all kind of wrestle each other but now you have two different blocks 
and then the winner of each block will wrestle each other in the finals. Oh. It's, th- it's 32, right? Or is it 16? 16. Okay. So it's normally only eight? Yep. Oh, shit. Oh. Interesting. I didn't realize that. And um, if I wanted to hear a podcast about this said tournament, where uh, where would I where would I listen to something like that? You know, if you're trying to catch up, uh, our friend Matt from the Shining Wizards does a uh, does a show with I just heard him, Kieran. Yeah, Kieran. Oh, see, I was just listening, to this, so I should get the the fellow's name right. But uh, if you go to the Fightful Overbooked YouTube channel, Matt and Kieran do a show specifically about New Japan Pro Wrestling. So you can, uh, there's only two episodes so far. They're both like two hours long. So you can go to the first episode um, and they kind of go over the field. Yeah. What they think is going to win. You know, who who are there, like who may be a dark horse pick for them. Right. And then um, they just dropped a new episode uh, earlier this week. Kind of covering up to where they recorded on Monday. So, um, it's not 100% current up to where we are now. Yeah. But it'll definitely get you up to where you yeah. need to be. I mean, the biggest thing is you, you need to know is that you want to have the most points to win. And Kevin Kelly keeps everybody up to date on how many points yeah. everybody's got. So, Well, I mean, is anyone that listens to this podcast with any kind of semi-regularity regu- regularity knows that you and I are uh, big fans of Kevin Kelly, so – Kevin Kelly does a good job. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, I will check. I mean, I feel bad. I've been meaning to. I might. Uh, I might watch that tomorrow. It looks like I have to watch some Dynamite. Uh, sounds like some people I am big fans of may have showed up on TV tonight, but I'm not going to spoil that for everybody. Um, but yeah. Well, I mean, by the time this comes out, Tom, I mean, we're we're going to be getting ready for double or nothing. Yeah, I know, but still, I mean, sometimes I still haven't watched Diamond from last week, so well, neither is Matt. So. Yeah, that's true. And I don't do a podcast about dynamite, but that's another story in itself. So, um, but this week, uh, obviously, you know, unfortunately, Tom had to go solo last week. Um, so we did not get to get Will's thoughts on Border War. Yep. You're welcome, y'all, for not being here last week. I probably was a much better time. I vastly disagree, but that's just me. So, um, but before we get into that, Will, um, I think we should probably take a fuck you Zoom break. Uh, it's got about five minutes left on this meeting. So, um, yeah, I know we're about five minutes in, but we'll be right back, High Fivers. So, all right, High Fivers, we're back. Sorry about that. We, uh, Will and I, were hanging out a bunch in pre-production. So, that's on me. So, um, obviously, Will, we're going we're gonna to dig into uh, the main event of Border War because, well, the whole the fact of the matter is, Ring of Honor TV, the whole match was on there. But uh, other than the main event, what were, you, uh, what were your thoughts overall on Border War? I thought Border Wars was an enjoyable show. I thought uh, at this point we are we are two weeks removed, so I'm trying to, you know, the, the bit with Rhino. Yeah. Threatening Truth Martini, but Truth Martini had a pocket full of money. It's like, okay, that's... That's great in character stuff. Yeah. Roger Strong versus Fit Finley was really cool. The cracks in uh, the House of Truth with Michael Elgin. 
Or was standing on the ramp. And Truth Martinez just coming, and he's just like sitting there looking at like dogs. I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the, the tag match ending where it's supposed to be like. It's chloroform, but it's not chloroform because it smells really strong. Well, they said, was it was, they said it was ether, so. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, in high fibers, I, I texted Will after I watched it. I'm like, God damn it, Will, this fucking rivalry is not going to fucking end. I'm over it. But, you know, I will say Jay Lethal, hell of a match with Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. Ending the, ending the winning streak, again, cracks in the team. You know, maybe we see some cracks in uh, the embassy. Yeah, I mean, nail knows what, 10 backbreakers? So. I also think I like the point they pointed out that Tommaso Ciampa is starting to look a little more ragged. Yeah. Whereas, like, Prince Nana, like, got rid of the braids. And he was trying to clean up his appearance. And Ciampa's coming out. He's starting to grow the beard out. Starting to look a little more Sicilian psychopath, a little less dominant male. Yeah. So maybe uh, maybe we might be seeing a, a psychopath showing up on our screen soon. Yeah, that fucking that dirty blonde beard he's got rocking. Where it doesn't it just looks like he hasn't shaved, like it doesn't almost it doesn't look intentional yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean I can't talk, so it's like mine. So um and then you know the main event. I mean, what, 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 I'd say, what can you say about the main event? But we're going to have lots to talk about the main event because that was TV this week. Yeah. So they gave, gave this shit away for free. <sighs> you didn't even have to go to ROHwrestling.com to get it. No. And, you know, Will and I, we were definitely kind of debating this a little bit. I'm a little torn on this. Um, you know, I don't. It's two weeks later, and you're giving away the main event for free. I mean, I am, like I could see them doing if they don't like the tag match, yeah, or if they had done if they had done like uh, they showed like the Mike Bennett Land Storm match, yeah. It is a little odd to give away the main event. However, if you're really trying to grow this product. Kevin Steen is the biggest star yeah. you've got. And it's the match he wins the title. So even if it's um, you want to see the fallout, and then it's like, oh, you get to know the fallout, but like you're going to get to see the match. So, I mean, in the, the way I'm looking at it, I mean. And we got to watch the match again. Yeah, and we did. Yeah, and I caught a bunch of new stuff. Um but like, I mean, you got Best in the World coming up in June. Do you buy Best in the World, knowing that you probably maybe get like the main event two weeks later for free? Um, I mean, possibly only because these are like two and a half, three hour events. I mean, so even if you have the main event, might. I mean, as we've seen in prior shows, maybe the main event isn't the match you're the most hyped for anyway. Yeah. Maybe you're more interested in that match that's kind of on the undercard. Well, I don't we'll, know. We'll see, we'll see how best in the world uh, shapes up. You know, I mean, there's a good chance Kevin Steen's going to be in the main event, so I'll probably be pretty excited about that. So, But it's going to be pretty cool because Kevin Steen is pretty fucking cool. 
Yeah, and this is a really cool moment. Um, Lots and, of cool moments that Kevin seen in this match. Yeah. So, and just real quick, there was a little bit of stuff on the episode. Um, you know, so just start, we'll just start off real quick. Um, Kevin Kelly and Nigel, so I guess they're talking an intermission of Border Wars. So this is a road rage episode. Um, and then, you know, they just basically review, um, and then they, they talk about, yes, intermission, crowd, la da 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 and then they basically review everything, you know, talked about last week. So all the matches. So we kind of went over that. Um, but we do learn that our first match for best in the world is Fit Finley versus Michael Elgin. And uh, that's going to be fun. I mean, that's Roddy. That's going to be a good one. Roddy and Finley was definitely fun. Um, you know, but I mean, Elgin and Finley is going to be just as good. So. Um, but yeah. And then about 10 minutes into the episode, we get a. Uh, our main event for Border Wars, the uh, the challenger, Kevin Steen, playing the role of Brett the Hitman Hart, and Davy Richards, the over very popular champion in the United States. I would say in the states, he was not not popular at I mean, all. Even the the last TV that we saw Richards on, he wasn't necessarily the most over guy in the ring. Yeah. So definitely in Canada, you don't you can't. It's not really hometown advantage. It's oh, it's a home country advantage. Yeah. Which I mean, if you only go to Canada once a year, then yeah. You know, and for people also, there, it's border war, and it's in Toronto. I mean, that's that's not really near the border. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a no, little Tron- bit of a hike. Yeah. Well, no, Toronto's right on the border. Excuse me, might not know my Canadian geography. I yeah. just know where Montreal was in relation to where I grew up, and it was yeah, spitting distance as they say. Yeah, no, I mean because you can see Detroit from Toronto. Oh, I don't know. I I always assumed Toronto was like yeah up, up more. Well, once you get like a hundred miles north of the border, there's really not much in Canada. I mean, okay. I think like like same. There's, and, there's I, just my buddy Snowy shouts out Snowy in Winnipeg. Yeah. And that is not a slight at all to anybody, by the way. Um, I mean, I used to live in a town that was 60 miles from the nearest stoplight. But, yeah, I think, like, 70% of the people in Canada live, like, within, like, 50 miles of the border, I think. So, um, I love the Canada. We'll have to make a, a trip up to Canada one of these days. So Big fan of Canada. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Kevin's, I mean, obviously, as witnessed by our Lance Storm, was super over earlier in the show. Um, yeah, Canadian, Canadian boy. Yeah. You know, and for, for the more geographically challenged uh, and more people familiar with the United States. So this would be like if I was wrestling Will and Will's from New Hampshire um, and he's over in Wisconsin. It's about the same distance. So, um, yeah, just start off the match. Obviously, uh, the challenger comes out first and – you know, Kevin Kelly's just putting over that, uh, you know, the day or uh, the Kevin Steen is coming out in his basketball shorts and his t shirt. And it's Kevin Owens and uh, uh, Kevin Kelly's words and F you to wrestling and a Jim Cornette and everything else. So um, I, I thought that was pretty funny. So, and just to uh, remind the folks that uh, Steve Carino is at ringside, but because of the uh, shenanigans earlier in the night. He doesn't have a microphone. He's just sitting there. 
and everything. He's like Nigel refers to him here and there, but yeah. he's not actively like commentating. Yeah, I mean, they ask his opinion on things, and uh, he kind of knows souls. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens there, Will. Um, but yeah, and then uh, the challenger or the champion comes out to a course of booths. Core, I mean, booed. I mean, there was definitely a fuck you, Davy chant going on. Uh, that was pretty awesome. And I didn't see. So what was on the wristbands when Davy came out? Did you see that? So Davey's like pointing his wristband to Kevin Owens. Got something written on his wristband. Do you I know? That? I didn't notice anything on the wristbands. Oh, so I wasn't or on the wristband, but I mean on the tape. Yeah. So. Um, I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention. So yeah, I missed that twice then. I don't know if those are dates or if that was. I don't know. Kevin Owens is pretty infamous for putting his kids' names on there. So, um, actually, I don't even know if he's got kids at this point. So, um, but yeah, this is, uh, um, yeah, but it's not a no holds barred match, you know. But I mean, the pile drivers are, are back into it. So, pile drivers are allowed, which opens up the DR driver. Yeah. Which I, I did not know was a thing. Were you aware of this this DR driver before this match? Nope. Yeah, I because uh, I'm not really familiar with Davy Richards stuff before. Yeah, the stuff that we're seeing here. Yeah, and um, Nigel kind of puts over that Davy's had a, had a rough month or so. Uh, looks like he was in a car accident, so he couldn't train quite as much. And also, I guess Kyle O'Reilly had a death in the family, couldn't make it. And also. Um, very conspicuous by his absence. Uh, no Jim Cornette. Which nope, th- there's no Jim Cornette. Thought was kind of weird. They said he couldn't get across the border or something, right? Yeah. So I don't know if that's kayfabe or if that's or a if Jim Cornette legitimately can't cross the border. <laughs> you know, but I mean, those borders are pretty strict. I mean, you can't get in with DUIs. Nope. You know, so, you know, so I'm... You know, maybe in a Cornette's got some nefarious stuff in his background, so it is what it is. Um, but uh, starts the match off. I mean, awesome match. I mean, this really, really well. Um, you know, and Steen starts working the neck right away. Uh, Richard's working the knee the whole time. Um, lots of apron bombs. Every time I see it, I still fucking cringe. Um, yeah. I, I laughed a bit when David Richards did the stupid like the quad kicks or whatever they call them, where it's yeah. like the, really like the short kicks. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's fucking create a wrestler bullshit. Get this out of here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought that was it. It's just like he's barely holding his head down, but, um, you know, and then Steen comes out the first time, he spits at Richards. And then the second time he does it, he, you know, He's flipping them off, and it's centered on the TV. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So, yeah, I mean, that was another thing on here. Um, you know, when Davey Richards come out, all of a sudden there's a bunch of blurry spots in the crowd. So they definitely had to edit this for TV. So, um, wow. My I think it's kind, of, it's kind of interesting. We have a, almost like a, a, a modern parallel, if you will, with – what we have playing out on AEW sports entertainer versus the pro wrestler. Yeah. Only at this point, people are way more. Steen is obviously the entertainer. 
Yeah. Like, he's athletic. He is an amazing pro wrestler. But if you look at the two of them, it's like, that guy's the entertainer. The other guy who looks like he lives in the gym. Yeah. Is like I mean, a wrestler. Because I mean, mean, Davey Richards isn't out there cutting, you know, isn't out here cutting promos, isn't. You yeah, know. I mean, this match was really basically just Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens. I mean, geez, Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens. Wow, Tom. Owens versus Hart. Um, except for the roles were reversed with the wrestlers, but I mean, yeah. You know, so. Scene puts on that sharpshooter. It's like, let's go. Oh, dude, the crowd fucking lost it. God damn it, just bugging the shit on me. For those of you not knowing, uh, Tom's a nerd and has braces. Just kidding, Tom. But he's got some stuff in the braces. No, I really do have braces, and I really am a nerd. And I don't know why it's bugging me so bad. Okay. Um, yeah, just getting on the match here. Um, ooh, I don't want to shut this down. What the hell? That's right. Shut it down. That's right. Time to go home. Yeah. I'm not, coming, everybody. not going home quite yet. So, um, you know, but listen, as, as much as I love Kevin Steen, um, I can watch Davey work a body part all day. I mean, he did really work the living shit out of that knee, you know, in that move where he strapped it on the rope and then jumped off the top. I mean, say what you say, say what you will. Um, thought that was awesome. Um, yeah, Davey yeah. Richards was definitely playing, especially towards the end. You start getting like the desperation from both guys. Mm-hmm. And Owens or Steen's going for the pile driver, can't quite do it. There's running knee strikes and yep. submissions and it's like oh Steen's gonna throw on the ankle lock as soon as he goes for an ankle lock Richard just rolls through yeah it's like you're not gonna catch him with his own move like, yeah I mean he's I mean obviously he's a master of the ankle lock but he's also a master of getting out of the fucking ankle lock so um you know and Davey bust out like Will pointed out earlier bust out the DR pile driver which which is fair use now because pile drivers were illegal to use in this match. Yeah, so it was a good call. And, you know, Kevin Kelly and Nigel are talking about how, you know, Richards is is going to that other gear, you know, that place that he usually doesn't go to. So you know, And that was probably a tactical choice by Richards. Be like, hey, listen, if Owens can, if Steve can use his pile driver, I can use my pile driver. Yeah, 100%. And yeah. it's something that they didn't expect him to bust out. So Yeah. You know, and, and Steve ends up kicking out and – uh you know, at the end of the day, man, people people forget fucking Kevin Steen's god tough as nails, man. I mean, he really is. Um, dude's gonna take a lick and keep on ticking. So, and then uh, Kevin Steen later on hits a fucking moonsault. I'm like, really? Are you really doing a mean? So, listen, us us people people who saw him in WWE saw him do that moonsault all the time too. He never hit anybody with it. Yeah. And then uh, Davey gets another ankle lock on, but uh, you know, like we talked about, Steen reverses it into a sharpshooter. And, dude, yeah, the fucking crowd, they lost it. I uh, missed when he pulled off the turnbuckle pad. Was that when he was scrambling in the ropes? Was he able to pull that off when he was like yeah, in the ropes? I didn't notice that the first time either. So Ring general. Yeah. Kevin Steen. Great storytelling here. Um. But yeah, he I set mean, up the trap. He didn't suffer the trap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Richards gets, you know, gets uh, Steen into an ankle lock and Steen crawls away into the corner and he rips off that second turnbuckle. Um, I don't know why they didn't break the hold then. 
Uh, but yeah, but then Steve. Well, they were playing oh, that up too. That like Richards wasn't necessarily breaking hold; like he was trying to pull him off. Yeah. The rope. Yeah, and he pulled the uh, he pulled the uh, he pulled the uh, the pad off with him. And then Steve, being a genius he is, he uh, rolls out of it. Um, and Davy take goes face first in that turnbuckle. And then goes straight into the package pile driver for the win, right? Yeah. Or he hit him with did he hit him with something else first. Oh, he hit him with um yeah, Davy gets his feet and he does that uh snap suplex, German suplex on him, and then he gets the the package pile driver for the one, two, three, and uh Will. We have a new Ring of Honor champion. Yep. Carrie, Carrie Silken in the ring does not hand Steen the belt. Oh no, Carrie, yeah, Carrie was stoked, and by stoked I mean not at all. He was probably stoked, like in real life. Yeah, in real life, he's seen dollars. Him and Cornette are both like, yo, this was great. The people love this shit. Yeah. He's so good. They're laughing all the way to the bank. So all the way to the bank. So Silken's in the ring. Looking at the belt, looking at Todd, looking at Kevin Steen, hands the belt to Todd, gets out of the ring. Yep. And they point out in commentary, carries handed the belt to every other winner. All other 15 winners of this belt. But not Kevin Steen. But not Kevin Steen. But so uh, what does this mean for the future of Ring of Honor? I mean, it's tough to say. I mean, we saw Steve Carino get in the ring yep. post-match, too. And then uh, the silent Steve Carino and uh, takes off he, his jacket. Looks like he's going to get ready to throw down. He does. He throws down his jacket and he gives Kevin Steen a big old hug. And boy, Jimmy Jacobs, Kevin Steen, and Steve Carino are back together, ladies and gentlemen. Evil lives in Ring of Honor. You know, obviously, we are blessed with the foresight of you know, you know, watching this ten years later. But simple fact is, ladies and gentlemen, high fivers of all ages, business is about to pick up. So, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I love this match. Obviously, we we kind of figured out what the result was going to be, you know. Um, but I'm going to ask. Yeah, there, that's one of those situations. Where there's no way. There's no way they were going to have any other outcome to that match besides Steam winning. Yeah. So. And so, you guys watch it for free if you didn't buy a board war. Yeah. So, Will, I mean, we always ask at this time. So, I mean, if you had seen this episode, you know, would you have continued watching Ring Runner TV going forward? It would have piqued my interest. As you said, does it hurt them buying pay-per-views? You know, if I was a brand-new fan, maybe I wouldn't be as, like, oh. If I'm going to get a match like this for free, but you know, as we watch, you know, again, depending on how the card shakes up, it's like, oh, you know, the scenes are really good, but I really like this other guy, and he's kind of in that mid card, so I need to go by the event because I yeah. want to see, I want to see the Mike Bennett match, or I want to see the Adam Cole match, or yeah, and you know, they, I mean. I know I'm definitely kind of torn on that, so I, I guess we'll see. Uh, but I mean, they did a really good job. I mean, they did review all the other matches. Like you said, they announced there's going to be a Fit Finley match. So if you're a more casual fan, you might see that and be like, "Oh, I know Fit Finley. I remember Finley. Yeah, he loves to fight. He's got the shillelagh. 
Yeah, he does. Yeah. So, um, all in all, um, like I talked about last week, and you know, Will, it seems like we're kind of on board. Border War, all altogether. I mean, I wouldn't say it was the greatest Ring of Honor pay per view of all time, but it was good. It was really good. I'm I'm still standing by the 10th anniversary show being, yeah, being the best show so far. You know, I mean, that's gonna be it's gonna be tough to beat. So, um, well, I still think Final Battle was a little better than the 10th anniversary, but. You know, best in the world's coming up, and now we've got a new we've got a new champ. You know, so I mean, the true best event is what happened in Richmond. Good transition, Will. I, I'm trying, Tom. I know you loved it. You said, "Will, you've got to make time to watch this. Like, you have to watch it." Yeah, I mean, the Bravado brothers are there. I've, I mean, the and they win, and they that's right, two in a row, folks. They beat the Young Bucks, and they beat your current. Ring of Honor tag team champions. So um, that means they got a title shot right there. They beat the champs. We'll see. Well, actually, it's funny. There was, um, dude, Charlie Haas had three matches on this card. So if that tells you how the card it was, so let me go over the card. Let's let's go over this card. I'm fascinated because we just had Border War. Yeah. Then we have this event. You're telling me that the Ring of Honor tag champ. Put on a slugfest with the Briscoes. Yeah, where they had, wrestled three times on one card. Charlie Haas did. Yeah. Um, so the first match was uh, a twelve-minute barn burner uh, with Jay Lethal defeating um, our personal favorite friend of Ring of Honor, Reverie Mike Mondo. Um, great match. Obviously, it, I mean Lethal's Lethal's at another level right now at this point. Um, He's hot. Even besides his creepy fucking promo uh, from the other week, but I, w- I won't get into that. So um, now I kind of understand your heat with him. But yeah, then the next match, we've got the Bravado Brothers uh, challenging wrestling's greatest tag team. And a great match, but uh, at the end of the day, um, they um, – I can't remember who. I didn't listen. Sorry, yeah, full disclosure here, I-5ers. So I did watch this, but I did not make notes, so I'm just doing the results. So you're not going to get the typical in-depth analysis that Will and I like to give. Uh, but the Bravado Brothers beat World's or Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team via disqualification. Um, I know there's a chair, chair involved. I'm not sure which brother hit which brother. Um, but after that, uh, All Night Express comes out. You know, like, motherfuckers, we got a title shot. So um, Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team, they've got another match right after that um, where they lose again. Uh, to all that express, but the belts don't change hands because uh, it's via disqualification. Um, and then we get um, he's still the dominant male and he's still got a horrible beard. Uh, but Champa and Cole put on another clinic. Uh, I was kind of surprised they had Cole go over clean here, you know, because they're, they're obviously pushing Cole pretty good, but um, we shall see. And then uh, next we've got some bad blood uh, with them boys defeating the House of Truth. And uh, the cracks in the House of Truth are continuing. Um, but if you remember earlier on, you know, uh, Dem Boys had teamed up with House of Truth. And um, how much was uh, that match for, Will? According to my calculations, Tom, it would be uh, $5,000. You sure it wasn't $5,000? That sounds more accurate. <laughs> 
Um, and then we get uh, four guys. Uh, well, Chris Silvio's back. Uh, Ohio Valley wrestling legend and uh, superstar teaming up with some guy named Paradise. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't do much research on uh, Paradise. And they defeated a Jefferson Early and a Zach Hilton. Um, so we're getting some fresh blood in here, which is always good. Um, oh, I forgot to mention earlier. Oh, I'll get to it. But um, And then uh, we get Eddie Edwards uh, wrestling Mike Bennett again. Um, but, yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, Eddie Edwards is able to last all the, you know, all the chicanery from, um, from Maria and Bruno Bob, the whole kit and caboodle. But um, earlier, like I said, they were talking how um, Edwards and Bennett actually have a lot of history, both being from Boston. Um, so hopefully that plays into that. Uh, next list, yeah, it looks like Kevin Steen got a concussion at a house show between Border War and this, which is weird because it's only a week. Um, so he's not wrestling tonight, but Davey Richards uh, pretty much dismantles uh, Jimmy Jacobs. And then our main event, Will, we've got Jay Briscoe in an unsanctioned match with guess who? I want to see what's Charlie Hawks. Yeah. It's so, unsanctioned, so it doesn't count. Yeah. So um, so it's not a true match. It's like, but you don't know. Sometimes it's unsanctioned. It just means it's no disqualification. Then sometimes it's unsanctioned. It's like you won, but it doesn't. It was an unsanctioned match. So I think I think it's option A. So I think it's just no disqualification. So I mean, obviously these two just beat the piss out of each other. Uh, Charlie Haas had two matches earlier, um, both that he lost by disqualification. And uh, you know, Jay wrestled earlier. Um, all in all, this show, I know it's it's kind of a house show. It was okay. Um, I mean, I did watch this. I didn't make any notes or anything. So, um, furthering some stories a little bit. Um, you know, maybe the embassy's getting back together. Uh, how's it sounds true? like the roster is a little thin though. If you have Charlie Haas pulling triple yeah. duty on one night. Yeah, and you've got Chris Silvio on your main show. So, um, yeah, we shall see. Um, wasn't you know, wasn't the best, wasn't the worst. So, yeah, we've just got TV up until best in the world, Will. So, yeah. Yeah, that's all. Right. Yeah, this week was kind of an abbreviated week. So, I mean, um, what do you think? There, I mean, obviously, we're going to see lots of Kevin Steen. Um, I, I hope – all Night Express gets really gets a legit shot. You know, I think we need we need to keep the Briscoes and the World's Greatest Tag Team Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team separate from each other. But oh, why do we? Why do we? I was yeah. really hoping that Border War we're going to be the blow. <laughs> but no, he he ethered him. Yeah, the smell so strong. Poor Kevin Kelly. Yeah, unless they do some kind of gimmick where they strip them, and you know that was just crossing the line. So, um, but yeah, oh Mark, oh yeah, in the beginning of that match though, with Mark Briscoe coming out in the Maple Leafs gear, and beat- yeah, he was held up at the border, and then he runs in with all the hockey shit on. Yeah, he starts whooping him with some hockey sticks. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I mean, Border War, I mean, this Richmond show was okay. Um, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see where they go from here for TV. So, but yeah, I mean, I saw Mike Mondo on TV. We saw the Bravado Brothers. Um, 
you know, I think we're really kind of rooting for the Bravado Brothers to get a run. You know, like you said, that's two wins since they came back from Japan. Yeah, but um, neither of them have been on TV. They've both been at uh, the events. Oh, yeah. Because the other one was at the uh, Dayton show, right? You're right. See, Will, that's why you're the caller commentary here. They're they're building up a win streak, but nobody's seeing it. Yeah. Unless you go to ROHwrestling.com. Yeah. So or you pick up a DVD. I'm still going to get those bad on the Carolinas, Will. I'm going to pull a trigger on it, and you're going to be stuck with me. So We'll, we'll do a, a live stream somehow of us watching the, the full eight-man tag match. There's probably oh. so much nothing going on at bits where they're just like bumping around ringside, which is like, oh, nobody's been in the ring in like 10 minutes. Oh, we're going to do it on the Discord. I got to figure out how to do this. All right, Mike Peterson, Brundon, Josh Drinks More, David, you guys, yeah, figure out how to, we're going to figure this out. All right. Because I know Scotch found a, he found a torrent of it. So yeah, it'd be fun if we all yeah could all get in the Discord and do a watch along. All right, I'm looking at you, Scotch. So, well, sweet. Um, yeah, Will, I know it's kind of you know kind of short this week. Um, didn't have much to talk about, but uh, is there anything else you want to discuss in regards to Ring of Honor or uh, New Japan or? Um, I disappeared here. There I am, back on the Zoom. No. Uh... I'll just do a bit of free advertising. Like I said, in pre-production, very excited for the Wrestling Queendom show that Transgraps yeah. is putting on. Yeah. Milford, New Hampshire. It's on August 6th at a dome in Milford, New Hampshire. Hmm. Headlined by Vanny, making her first uh, U.S. appearance. That's against awesome. E- against Edith Surreal. Yeah. Show also features Kid Bandit. And also features uh, Maxie Impaler, who, depending on how long Tom and I decide to do this podcast, we will eventually talk about we Maxie will. Impaler. Yeah, it'll be 10 years from now, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll, you know, I'm not going anywhere, Will. So, you know, as long as we, well, I mean, as long as we still have access to Honor Club, I'm still yeah, bitter about know. that. But at least it's working now. So, but uh, yeah, that's a good point. Well, actually, I'll put the link for this uh, this week's episode. Uh, for that, that's pretty awesome, you know. So I'm, I am very, I'm very excited for it. Like, it's not where you'd think a show like this would happen, but I'm very excited that it is happening. Yeah, and how far is it? It's Milford or Milford? So from where I live in New Hampshire, it's about a half hour, forty minutes. Okay. So westward. Okay. North kind of northwestward. Derry, New Hampshire. I love that, Will. So that's such serendipity. I mean, for those that don't know, one of my favorite books is It by Stephen King, which takes place in Derry, Maine. There isn't an actual Derry, Maine, but there's a Derry, New Hampshire. And for the geographically challenged, New Hampshire, Maine happen to be right next to each other. They do. Matt Taven's from Derry, New Hampshire. Don't let his billing from Los Angeles, California, or wherever it is, fool you. Oh, that's right. So he's from your hometown, huh? 
mean, I don't know if I say Derry is my hometown. I've, I've lived here for like 10 years. Yeah. Close enough, so. At this point, it might as well be. But yeah, I get what you're saying. So. Can't say that there's anybody choosing to build themselves from the mean streets of Swanton, Vermont. Not from now, so. I mean, yeah, I mean, Silas is from my hometown. I mean, I wasn't born in Milwaukee, but actually I was born in Milwaukee, but I wasn't raised. But, um, yeah, hoping to have Silas on sometime soon. That'd be fun. So, you know, I've been kind of talking to him a bunch. So, um, yeah, I, that's uh, – Will, I think, unfortunately, that's all I got this week. It's all right. You know, what What can you do? I mean, we had a kind of a ho-hum live show and – I mean, TV was – you covered it all last week, so. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I remember – Pitfalls of how the TV and the pay-per-views line up. Yeah, I mean, they go home for a pay-per-view and Ring of Honors like two weeks after it happened, so, you know. But we are kind of – listen, Honor Club is back up and running. Um, you know, so it's now we're – running better than ever. Yeah, I mean, so technically Battle of Richmond would have been covered last week, but – um, but we're all caught up now, um, high fivers. Um, yeah, we want to hear from you guys. So if you guys got any questions, concerns, or anything, um, you know, you can hit Will up on the Twitter at pretty sure it's W is it is it the W Mercer Jr.? That's what I use for most stuff. Yep. And then you can find me obviously at High Five Tom. Uh, that's the number five, not five, uh, spelled out. Or um, Will and I are very, very active in the Shining Wizards Discord. It's free I, to join. Um, it's free to join. I know we we put over the Shining Wizards a lot, but I mean they are good friends of ours. Um, and the reason that we met, uh, well, it's a great community. But I mean, um, you know, half our high fivers are in that Discord, so it's always a good time to talk it up. And uh, you know, maybe we'll get a watch along going for that uh, battle in Carolina. Can't, so can't wait for the the Mega Box. The final box of wizardry. That's true. Yeah, we both get one. So, well, sweet. Well, high fivers. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, we will be back next week with some more Ring of Honor TV.